Welcome to Women's Business Connect Podcast, the podcast where we introduce you to amazing entrepreneurs who are building businesses they love and learn how they've done it. Their experiences are invaluable, and as we share together, we all grow. And now your host, the founder of Women's Business Connect, Megan Good. Welcome back. I'm Megan Good with Women's Business Connect. And today my guest is Roxanne Iron. You got it. Oh, <laughs> you got it right. <laughs> I always feel like I'm going to butcher people's names, but I'm glad I got it right. Got it right. Roxanne is with a well-minded life. She is a health and fitness coach. Health and wellness health coach. Health and wellness mm-hmm. coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is amazing. She just recently spoke to our group and I wanted to bring her on to help you guys get to know her better and what her business is all about. Mm-hmm. So Roxanne, tell me a little bit about your background first. Did you grow up in Mesa or where are you from? I am a native Arizonan. Mm-hmm. I was born in Scottsdale and okay. raised in Tempe. Oh. And my parents are still in the same house. <laughs> I am, is <laughs> Right? I know. It is very uncommon. And I am a proud NAU lumberjack. Oh, So, nice. you know, this sun-soaked kid was like, okay, well, at least I can move north a little for, bit, a little bit, <laughs> get some snow and come home and do laundry, that type of thing. Oh, okay. So, um, but no, I'm, I've been here. I've lived in California. There was a short stint as an Arizona native too. There's something about California, the allure. Yes. So, and went and did that for a little bit and came back and I've been back ever since. It's probably been about, well, gosh, it's been 23 years since I've been oh, back. Oh, wow. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's home sweet home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been here about 20 years. So I Have always love, I love going other places, but I love coming back. Today, when it was cold, I was like, oh, I'm glad we're in Arizona instead of somewhere else where it's freezing and stuff. Yes, yes, definitely. Awesome. Well, tell me about um, your experience. When did you start A Well-Minded Life and what got you in that direction? A Well-Minded Life officially, I started the business, actually, October 1st, it's been a year. It's been one year. So the actual A Well-Minded Life business has is I still consider it in its infancy, but it's been, this last year has been a fantastic ride for me. So much has manifested. Um, the momentum that I've been able to create in such a short period of mm-hmm. time was beyond what I ever would have considered for myself. Um, I mean, gosh, I could go back as, as far as my younger years. I think that, you know, we all sort of have this roadmap that leads us to where we are at certain periods of our life. And I feel like, right. I'll be 45 years old tomorrow. I feel like what? I know. No way. <laughs> Woo. All right. So I feel like um, that has, has finally gotten me to the experiences from child have have are what have led me here. And what type of experiences? That's oh been? Lord, I think that a lot of it was being very shy, uh, very yeah. introverted, and those sort of qualities were deemed as. Um, they weren't good. They weren't, it wasn't, you, I wasn't seen as somebody that was strong, that it, mm-hmm. that yeah. they were working against me when all reality, as I've grown up, they are actually, um, strengths, strengths, you, strengths. Yeah, yeah. I know in business, those people that can listen, mm-hmm. that can be empathetic, that can, um, not always be the center of attention, do really well in business because they, are there to help their clients and those clients see that. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and that's exactly it. And so for so long, yeah, I held on to those, 
old thoughts and, and beliefs about myself. And I, I always, or... right. Well, I had friends and, right. and they were all very supportive, but I was always the one that would just kind of hang back. I mean, I was the one that drove the getaway car when they were all toilet papering. <laughs> I mean, I just kind of lived in this like very cautious state, yes. uh, observed a lot more. Uh-huh. And because, yeah, because I wasn't always in front or in faces, it, you know, I was like, oh, that's, that's not, that's not good. But now, uh, you know, in the last 20 years, I've, I've grown into that mm-hmm. and realized what a powerful asset yeah. um, that, that way of being has been for me. And when I was in high school, I broke out. I had, you know, bad skin because I was always mm-hmm. told I had bad skin. Okay. So after college, I decided to go and get my aesthetics license. And okay. that's really where my wellness journey started for me and myself. Uh, I wanted other women to feel beautiful in their skin because for so long I didn't. And of course I wanted to understand how to help mine in order to help others, not expecting any sort of perfection, of course, in my skin, but really what can I do that's sustainable and manageable for myself and and others? Um, I'm also fortunate because my mother-in-law is a naturopathic physician. Oh, wow. Okay. And even, you know, as far back as high school, I can remember having hormonal hormonal issues and energy, and uh, she helped guide me. And and having her in my back pocket really helped not only with the exterior nutrition of the skin, but also the interior. So I was also learning tips and um, wonderful information about how to feed myself so that I could eventually pass on to my skincare clients. And here I am, you know, almost <laughs> years 20 later, years later, I've, I've made created it, a business created a business out of it. So while I, I like to call myself a skin coach, I still love the holistic aspect of working towards people and re-energizing who they are, not just nutritionally, but mindset and their daily habits. So with the nutrition side of that, did you go on and get other certifications or anything for that side? No, I am. I, everything that I learned basically was from her. And, and that's where a lot of my clients too are at an advantage because I do have someone who, um, you know, she went to Sweena, wait, Southwest, Southwest college here, Here Sweena, that's the aesthetic (laughs) institute (laughs) here, um, Southwest college. And she was the first graduating class. And I know, I just think the world of her. And I think that just having her in my back pocket and, you know, if I need to make a referral for a client, I can pass them on. But she really has been, she's kept it simple. And in addition to my certification that the health coach coaching Institute that I received it from, they give so much to their health coaches from Dr. Mark Hyman. So I've read a lot of books Mm -hmm. and really I'm not diagnosing or treating any, anything in specifically, let's just get curious about what kind of foods give you energy and what kind of foods don't. And it's literally going, I had this for breakfast. Was my energy up an hour later or was my energy down an hour later? So that's where it kind of takes the diagnostic, you know, like the therapist or the nutritionist aspect, but there's some validity there because it is unique and specific to that individual. Yeah. And so you did go and get some certification for coaching. Correct. Yes. 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 And so what was that like? How long did that take you? What, what were the ups and downs of that? That took six months. Um, you know, I, 
this is going to sound crazy, but there wasn't, there weren't any downs about it. I I said, this is what I need to do this so that I can, because I always coached people Mm -hmm. that were around me. And that's when everyone's like, even, you know, my mother-in-law, she's part of the reason she said, get your certification that way. Again, it's like having a website. Yes. Well, yes, I am certified. Yes, I have a website, you know, yes. <laughs> speaking yeah, to exactly. you. Um, and to have that, but it was a, it just opened my eyes to so much more and why I have attached holistic to it because nutrition is important, but it's not everything. For me, mindset right. is, so is a huge thing. part of anything anything that you do in life. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. So that's cool that you get to combine not just like being a nutritionist or something, Mm -hmm. but actually the coaching through why are you feeling like this? Why are you doing these things? That's right. It's it's part of transforming. And, you know, as a coach, we just are curious and ask, or I as a coach, and ask those um, just some inquisitive questions the what, the how, the why. And, you know, ultimately now not everyone agrees when I say we all know what to do. Well, I think when we want to make change, we know we want to make change. We just don't know exactly how to do it. And we, we look to family and friends, or in my case, a coach, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to guide us and, you know, provide the sort, but the accountability, the accountability is huge. The accountability. You can do a lot of things at home, but that's right. But are you accountable to anybody or do you fall off the wagon every mm-hmm. time? Because eh, that's <laughs> right. Start again next. Totally. Time. And and that's where I think, too, it's important to give ourselves some grace, yeah. you know, and that's what I love when I work with my clients. You know, we celebrate wins each week. I just a simple text with what are you celebrating this week? And, I, you know, there's no shame in not come following through on action items, but let's course correct and find out what needs to happen so that you're successful. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's something you consider to be really small, I have one client, bless her heart. She, she'll text me and say, well, it's, it's small. I'm like, that is huge because you weren't doing that a month ago. And that's what fills my heart. Obviously I can talk about that for hours, but that's what fills my heart. And with that, how, what types of things do you do to help your clients? You're a little bit different than say just a a fitness coach or something Mm -hmm. like that with health coaching. What does it look like when they're working with you? Well, when they're working with me, we, we work to uncover what's stopping them, slowing them down or keeping them from having the health and life that they want. And of course that is diving a little deeper. There's, there's some questions that come up that, that really get you thinking. Um, Cause we do have the answers. We just need to be asked the right questions. And then because I am, I specifically work with women that are looking to increase their energy holistically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we start with diet. Um, we look at which foods that they already know, give them energy and which foods take that energy away. Okay. So it's, bringing forth more awareness. So, and also shifting perception about things a little bit too. And, you know, I, when I work with them, I want to really create conditions for inevitable success because um, it's going to look different for everyone. There is no magic bullet in how we're going to be successful. I can, you can have this goal, but you know what? I always remind myself and everyone that I work with the goal can come and go, but what comes after that? And the and it's the person that you become on the way to that goal. That's where we create the habits 
that last a lifetime. So what needs to be in place for you to feel successful and empowered? And continue on. That's right. That's right. And that to where it just kind of becomes the norm, like turning off the stove or, you know what I mean? Like things that just go without. It's you not go, so it's automatic. It becomes it's, a lifestyle. That's right. It's automatic. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So people come to you because they don't have energy. What mm-hmm. are some tips for people to get more energy or to find those things that are blocking them from sure. having energy? Sure. You know, I always, my first question, and you'd be surprised, <laughs> is what's your water intake like? Oh, yeah. And surprisingly, most people have no problem saying it's terrible, Roxanne. And I say, <laughs> okay, that's great. That's fine. Um, place to start. That's right. And again, it is just, it's about that awareness too. So I always ask about water because, you know, there's ways to dress up water and make it mm-hmm. taste good, or maybe even la- make it look pretty. You've mm-hmm. got your favorite wine glass, add a strawberry, you know, put a little umbrella in it. I don't know, whatever, you know, makes it more inviting for you, but yeah. you also have to consider water in terms of energy as well. Mm. When you're yeah. dehydrated, you're going to feel sluggish. So yeah. that's one way. Um, movement's huge. I think movement. And I don't suggest to anyone that you have to go run five miles. It's <laughs> let's find what's going to work for you. Yeah. Um, I think having a morning routine, I'm going to go to that. I morning think routine, starting yeah. the morning routine. I mean, that's really, I'm seeing that a lot more on Facebook. Tony Robbins talks about it, yeah. but it's the best way to create 10 to 15 minutes for ourselves. So going back to the movement, maybe it's five minutes of stretching. Maybe it's two minutes of stretching, but what can you create for yourself in 15 minutes that empowers you for the rest of your day that really sets the tone, you know? Yeah. And I think you said this in your presentation last week that if you get moving and you get doing things that are healthy first thing in the morning, Mm -hmm. then it draws with you throughout the day. And I've noticed that in my own life as I get up and exercise first thing, I am way more motivated to not eat the junk, not eat the Mm -hmm. stuff that I shouldn't because I already worked so hard in the morning. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. I love that. That's fantastic. But yeah, and it gets that blood flowing. Oxygenates your blood. Your blood, your body is meant to move. Yeah. And um, so wherever you're at in life, you know, if you can only move certain ways, that's great. That's a win. Just keep doing it. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just, it's just keeping it keeping yourself going. Um, what else? As far as energy goes, I'm huge on journaling. Like one of my non-negotiables with clients is journaling. And I have to tell you, I get a cross-eyed look sometimes <laughs> from some of them. You'd probably get one from me because I'm like, uh. yeah, well, it's, it is. Some people consider it work or that they're being too raw, myself included. Okay. Myself included. Um, my mom was a lifelong journaler. journaler-er. Is that a word? I think it is. <laughs> she, <laughs> and I saw her move some through some pretty rough times mm-hmm. that we experienced in our family. And yeah. um, it helped her. And she's part of my strength, I think, for what I'm doing now. She is she's part of my backbone, really. It's funny, this summer she she gave me this letter she wrote in 1989 to the then 14-year-old Roxanne. Aww. Yes. That's sweet. And I'm not going to lie, her and I had a good laugh, but when she was writing it, it wasn't even written, it was typed. And I, I can imagine that it was on computer where it took like probably 30 minutes to print. You remember those? I mean, I'm a little older than you. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I'm like, mom, how long did you have to wait for that to print? Um, but she talked about how 
I was, I was being manipulative and she didn't like it. And she just let it all out. And so we had a good laugh. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I was like that at 14 years old, you know, and I've got two daughters. 14 is hard. (laughs) Right. Right. I'm like, thanks for giving me some grace, mom. Yeah. Giving me some grace. (laughs) I'm like, don't worry. I've got Lily and Isla. They're my nine and seven year olds. They're coming. They're coming up the path. (laughs) I'm going to be writing them lots of letters. Hopefully not. But, um, it was, it was that letter that she had written to me that is now one of my favorite things to add to my journaling strategies for clients. And I've got a client right now with three teenagers and she's mm. just, she's, she's frazzled. Stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stress is mm-hmm. a huge part of our health. Mm-hmm. And one of them in particular has her running circles. And I said, write her a letter. Cause she doesn't want to, you know, she's, she's a fantastic mom. We, we all are, you know, we just, I'm like, she doesn't need to know everything, but write her a letter and you don't have to give it to her. And it was Mm -hmm. so cathartic for her. It it helped her to feel better. So for me, if I can guide my clients through the journaling process so that they're more intentional and also manifesting Mm -hmm. what it is they want to create for themselves, they actually are like, all right, this journaling thing, I got this. I got this. (laughs) It's actually good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think that's with anything in life. Once we get going, we we love it and we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I know, it, I don't know if you've read the book Miracle Morning, but that's one that I mm-hmm. um, read not too long ago. And one of the things he says is, first thing, get up and drink a glass of water. <laughs> and the second thing, journal. Mm-hmm. Um, study, meditate, take the time for you. That's right. And journaling was huge for manifesting where I am now. That, really? that was something I was doing when I was working my past job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew I wanted to get out. So, and you know, look at what you've created years later, I'm here and I'm doing and congratulations. And yeah. So I, I love that about that. No, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> is it, is it what you pictured? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, you could check some boxes. Is. Yeah. That's fantastic. So before I got going, I was, um, doing website design, online management. I was doing wearing lots of hats at their business. But one of the things that I didn't like was I could never focus on any one thing and be feel like I was great at it. Mm-hmm. I could do it and I was good at it, but I couldn't, I was wearing too many hats. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to find a business where I could really hone in on what I felt like I was good at. Mm-hmm. And now I get to do that. So yes, you have, yeah. you've created something fantastic for women. I'm so grateful for you. I love yeah. it. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. So I'm sh- getting back to you. <laughs> I'm sure there's some myths out there that, that maybe we can debunk a little bit. One big thing that everybody hears right now is, is gut health, gut health. Are there some myths out there that people associate with gut health that you. Myths, bust? you know, gosh, you know, I don't, it, it, okay. I, I don't have any because Again, I go back to the individual and that we are all unique. I uh-huh. hear people that argue against the gluten thing that, that you know, it doesn't really affect it. That's not in my wheelhouse. I think we're all different yes. and that our guts are very unique. Yes. Just like I don't like the word diet. I use it loosely because it is something, again, that's unique to each person. Mm-hmm. And that's what I help my clients create for themselves. Um, but in terms of gut health, I think it is very important to just feed what feels good. Now, certainly you can add things to your diet. There's enzymes, there's probiotics, and there's prebiotics. Right now, Mm -hmm. those are all on the up and up. I mean, someone told me the other day at an event that I was at that chia 
wasn't good for you. And I'm going, well, oh my Lord, I didn't hear about this. (laughs) You know, I've got this chia smoothie bowl recipe, but I definitely, I just told her, I said, you know, I think it's unique to the individual. It is. And we all have different ways of caring for ourselves. No, I love, I think gut health, it's related to the brain, uh, the brain. I mean, we have the three brains. I like to call this up here in your skull, your heart and your gut. They're the three brains and they all do work together. And um, just keeping them all on point is hard, mm-hmm. is hard and, yeah. and knowing what's right. But, you know, if you just stick to clean, fresh foods, mm-hmm. for the most part, your stomach's going to be pretty happy. Good, mm-hmm. good, good. Mm-hmm. And no, just, you know, it's that awareness too. When I'm not feeding it right, I know why my tummy hurts. <laughs> right? True, true. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, a few other things. You help women um, get over sugar cravings. Mm-hmm. So why are you passionate about sugar in particular? You know, four years ago, my father was diagnosed with type 2, adult oh, onset diabetes. Very common now. Yeah. Yes, it is. And um, diabetes does run in my family. Now, mm-hmm. my my mom's aunt died 65 years, of, years ago of type 1. So oh, it's wow. different. It's yeah. different. But but still, it's got the word diabetes, obviously, attached to it. Right. And so it was my father that really set the stage for me. And I'm starting to see my brother, who is a recovering alcohol alcoholic and, and drug addict. He got himself out. He's clean. Awesome. He's doing well. Good yes, job. grateful. You know, with loving family, it, you know, yeah, or not. It's, it's hard, but he did it. But I'm seeing him to slowly turning to sweets. Uh-huh. So part of that is the mindset work. And to see my dad... You know, I mean, he ate ice cream at 10 at night. He had cereal, you know, at two in the morning because he was a night owl. Mm. I got some of the night owl thing for him. (laughs) So I can understand, you know, but if there was something there that wasn't being nourished, you know, we turn to food for the right reasons. There is a positive intention there because it does make us or help us to feel a certain way. And, you know, my dad had to work through some of that. And I helped him just kind of creating his own magic plate and how that would look for somebody in partnership with his doctor, of course, yeah. because yeah. I don't intervene there, not even with my own family. But, mm-hmm. you know, what, where do I eat now? Well, yeah. <laughs> here's the things they've told you not to eat. So it was really him. He was the catalyst for me yeah. in, in terms of that. But I love being able to take a step back with my clients and just asking, you know, is this is making this choice for yourself in alignment with where you want to be or how you want to nourish your body? Mm-hmm. And they're like, Lord, no, I think I need to go outside and sun gaze for 10 minutes or take a walk for five. And then they realized I really just needed something else for my soul. And so, and, but it's, you know, I go back and forth because I am one of those health coaches that does provide some grace. And if, if it is the food thing, then, then that's okay. That's okay. Let's, let's, right. Let's work towards a different alternative there. Why you're still hungry or why you have that craving. So We're already beat up ourselves enough sometimes. And there's so much out there about fad diets and if they they work for some, but it causes a lot of confusion. And that's why I always speak to just the uniqueness of each of us Mm -hmm. and what we need. Yeah. And with that fad diet, that yo-yo dieting too. So just having a lifestyle rather than a quick diet. Exactly. Yeah. A lifestyle maintenance program. There is a doctor, Dr. Dean Ornish, who one of his books that I read, it's and he's trying to implement that for people. It's 
it is about a lifestyle maintenance program. That's what he's coined it. And I think that there's some hospitals that are starting to adopt it. That's great. Um, Yeah. Because I think as adults, we are 100% responsible for taking responsibility, (laughs) not just the diet, but, you know, like going, okay, I I can get my mind right. And, you know, I don't, you know, it's not going to be a change, whatever it is I'm working on overnight, that it is a hundred steps to the top, not just one. And And sometimes a couple back. And and a couple back. Exactly. More forward. Yeah. Absolutely. Always Mm -hmm. keep moving forward. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you for being with us here today, Roxanne. And thank you for having me. How can people find your business online or get in contact with you? Sure. I'm at awellmindedlife.com. Awesome. Perfect. I'm on Facebook. As well, I, I do a lot of my um, health coaching um, posts on my personal page so that okay. you can get to know me. I use my business on there as well mm-hmm. as sort of a storefront so that you can take a look at some of my testimonials there and the services I offer. I'm a little bit more specific to like certain um, dietary additions like information on chlorophyll or mm. this or that. But really my personal page, Roxanne Irion on Facebook is how you'll get to know me more. Yeah. Awesome. So start not stalking her, but start start looking at her stuff because I know that with health, that's one of those things that sometimes it takes us a while to admit we need help. Sure. So start following uh, Roxanne so you can, Mm -hmm. can see what she offers and and how she helps and just the genuineness of her as well Mm -hmm. is, is really great to see. and, And it comes through. Thank you, Megan. Thank you for having me. This is fun. It is fun. It's great. Not as intimidating as we think. It's it's, not. It's awesome. So thank you for sharing your story and a little bit about your business with us today. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Head over to womensbusinessconnect.com where you can read our blogs, find links to our other podcast episodes, and learn how to become part of Women's Business Connect. Enjoy. Enjoy.